You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, I'm a firm believer that dogs possess a wicked sense of humor. They're laughing at us all the time, kind of in their own canine-coated way, so that they can still reap our affection and treats, treats, treats. Now, you can't do any better than to have a sense of humor and a dog in your life. Our special guest today definitely is blessed to have both. I want you all to give pause and applause to national comedian and animal rights advocate, the wickedly funny Bernadette Polly. Welcome to the show, yeah. Bernadette. What a nice intro. Thank you so much, Arden. Well, I kind of like the way you describe yourself on your site. Comedian, writer, TV host, and actor. Pretty much pay her, and she'll do it. You Pretty mean, much. You name hey. it, I do it. Send a check hand me some cash, do whatever you need to. Actually, back in the day when I lived in New York City, I was a um, a dog walker. Those were the days when I was really loaded, and I was skinny, too. Yeah, but those days are long gone, so now I'll do whatever whatever needs to be done. Well, she's come a long way, listeners, from being uh, taking on four-legged poop patrol duties, and we're going to find out just what she's up to after we pay for this show by taking a quick commercial break. You guys know the drill. Sit. Stay. Good listeners, we'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All behave, we'll be right back. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, she's got a cool dog named Buddy and a pet husband. We're going to find out more about both of them in a minute. But I want to move away from the mic, Miss Margaret Cho. Hey, stop dancing, Ellen DeGeneres. We've got the hottest rising comedy star in the house, Bernadette Pauly. Now, Bernadette co-hosts the Gossip Queens, and she's on Comedy.tv. She does a bunch of stuff, and she also makes audiences laugh until they piddle at various comedy clubs across the country. I got to tell you, Bernadette, I was checking you out. Your resume is anything but boring. I just want us to run down. You've been a waitress, a bartender. You've been a paralegal for a whopping one day, bathroom attendant, Mm -hmm. coat check girl, cigarette girl, dog walker. Now you are a comedian, actor, writer. Am I missing something? 
now that's about it until somebody else comes along and gives me another job. But that's pretty much, um, yeah, the entertainment business is uh, where I've uh, just laid my hat, I guess. So, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm out here in L.A. Well, you're Boston-born. You've been hanging out in New York and on your website, BernadettePolly.com or LowClassBlonde.com. <laughs> you will see, guys, there is uh, her in a striking, unusual pose by a fire hydrant with your four-legged pal, Buddy. Tell us a little bit about your Buddy connection. Oh, that's so adorable. Actually, that particular dog, that gorgeous Akita, is yeah. not my Buddy. He has oh, since gone to heaven. That's okay. my, my very good friend, the photographer, snapped that picture. And that was oh. his beloved Akita that was sitting with me. My buddy happens to be an 11-pound Chihuahua Mutt Mix, Ooh. who was living on the streets of New York City back in the day. And um, now he's an L.A. dog. He suns himself on the porch every day. He's very spoiled. He has two personal assistants, myself <laughs> and my husband. We work around the clock to keep him happy. If people want to catch us at all, I'm going to be back in the Boston area at Laugh Boston all week for New Year's Eve through January 3rd. And we are going to put a sweater on Buddy and bring him back to the Northeast. Are you going to be guilty of one of those uh, little dogs? You know, they have that fate of purse my ride dogs. So is Buddy going to be in your purse en route to New York and Boston? Well, he's hefty. He's not like a little Paris Hilton chihuahua. You put him next to one of those, he kind of looks like a tank. He wouldn't go in a purse, but Buddy does have his own several bags that he likes to, you know, cushiony bags. He doesn't like to be zipped up. You can't confine him because he has a past where I I sense somebody confined him too much. So he, he cannot be zipped up. So he has a number of luxury little half open zippy up bags where he's very soft and comfy, yet he doesn't feel confined. Basically, I wish I had his wardrobe and his luggage. He's got everything that I would like to have one day if things work out for me. We'll see. Is he kind of like the George Clooney of Chihuahuas? He loves the ladies. He doesn't mm. like men until he gets to know them because of his sordid past, whatever that is. It's so funny. You know, you rescue a dog, you take them in. He was so shy and timid. He was a completely different dog. I didn't even know he barked for three months. I thought this dog doesn't have a voice box. Now, he's the most entitled being. It's completely my fault, by the way, speaking of oh, behave. <laughs> we've given him a Messiah complex, and we've given it to him. But he's still a good boy, and he's the love of our life. Very well, smart. Well, the good thing is, it is kind of another canine code. I've written 26 pet books, many on behavior, and I will tell you this, Bernadette, that they do have a secret code of being the best behaved for the first three to six months after they realize, oh, this is real. We're, we're out of the shelter. We're off the streets. We're in a home. Mm-hmm. Wait till you mm-hmm. see what we really are like. But uh, you know what? If you're going to have any kind of entitled being, I think a chihuahua named Buddy would be the best. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, he thinks he's a Rottweiler. But that's another story. Oh, does um, he? And it's funny you talk about entitlement because he went from the homeless and in the streets and so grateful. And now, you know, if he doesn't get the right treat, he gets a little indignant. He'll look at you like, how dare you? You know the treat I'm asking for. You know, stories. I could tell them all. You've heard them all. I know you've yeah. heard them all. Yeah, talk to the paw because the ears aren't missing. <laughs> you know, you've got a T-shirt and I don't, I guess we can do this. It's a great T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it. it. has a picture of a dog and a cat. And you want to remind the listeners what it says? Yes. This T-shirt is actually a joke for my act that I turned into a T-shirt. 
And it says, if you don't love my dog, then you can't touch my kitty. And so a little cartoon dog and a little cartoon kitty instead of the words. <laughs> and this joke started because when I first brought Buddy home into his little rescue situation, you know, of course, we were just going to keep him temporarily until we found him a good home, which is a joke. My husband, being a germaphobe, didn't want Buddy in the bed because of germs which I found hysterical because, you know, I could bring some 18-year-old and throw her in the bed and he'd be fine with that. Cut to, you know, five years later, my husband is obsessed with Buddy and Buddy sleeps under the covers every single... We don't go to bed without Buddy. We're like, where is Buddy? We need to get him in the bed. But yes, that was a, a little law I had to lay down with my husband and I had to let him know, if you don't love my dog, you can't touch my kitty and my dog sleeps in the bed. And if you don't like it, then you can sleep on the floor. This is the motto I live by. I would love to get my paws on a t-shirt like that because I think the world would be a much better place if we followed that mantra. Well, I will be sending you one of those t-shirts and people can buy one of my t-shirts on lowclassblonde.com. They're awesome. great Christmas gifts for the girl who loves her dog. And if any of your listeners have a legit animal charity, I always donate them at cost to the charity. They can sell them at events or sell them on their website and do whatever they like and raise some money. As long as it's a legit animal charity, I'm down with it. I do not give them away for bachelorette parties, <laughs> which I'm always <laughs> asked, but I'm always happy to supply them to anyone that's helping animals in need. Well, that's a deal. Listeners, go to lowclassblonde.com, check out that t-shirt. And if you are a nonprofit in the pet world, um, reach out to Bernadette and let's get some uh, money raised for good charities. And if you send me a t-shirt, I'll send you a copy of my latest book. It's called What Dogs Want. And I have decoded a hundred things that they do say in posture. And I bet Buddy is going to be kind of bummed a bit because you're going to be a much better communicator with him. You'll know what he's really saying to you. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for this little exchange of goodies. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're obsessed with them and you stare at them, you ask them what they're thinking. Now I actually have someone that's going to help me decode that. I love it. <laughs> so after the show, we don't want to give everybody your mailing address or anything. We'll, we'll find that out. Now, do you want to give your husband a first name other than hubby so I can actually sign the autograph so it's worth a nickel more? And it'll be to you and Buddy and... Do you oh, you're sweetie. Uh, and Al. A-L. Al Ducharme okay. is my headliner comedian husband. And he will awesome. be thrilled to read the book by the fire at night with Buddy. All right. That sounds great. So let's talk about your role in animal rights advocate. You've done a lot for different shelters. You know, you've got the T-shirt and all that. Way back when, when you were a little girl in Boston, did you mm -hmm. make a pack with dogs? Or what's your connection with pets? How did it begin? Um, well, I grew up with a fabulous beagle mix. My cat, who lived to be a, a ripe 21 years old, a fabulous tabby kitty, both rescues. Um, named Sophia Feline. We were fast and furious friends. They were just such a huge part of my life. And I have one sister, but she's 10 years older. So she was off being a teenager. So it was me and the dog and the cat keeping ourselves busy, building forts out front of the house, wandering around, you know, living an adventure. And I've always had a soft spot for animals. They're a very important part of my life. My dad was a horse trainer, a man of not many words. Some people really? find him intimidating, but he was actually just a wonderful, fabulous, down-to-earth man of depth. So, yeah, so I would go to Suffolk Downs Racetrack was where he had worked. He was a trainer. And uh, I would, mornings in the barn, which being an urban kid from Boston, being, you know, hanging out with horses in the morning and then coming home to my dog and my cat, I I guess I had a really unique experience. And, um, yeah, there's just no, we're just so lucky to have them in our lives and the injustices that are done to them flip me out on a daily basis and there's no need of it. Senseless abuse and um, things that are still going on today in this, in the year 2014, the idea that people are actually still participating in barbaric stuff like dog fighting and 
other evils just blows my mind. And I think what we need to do is just constantly be aware of it. You can make fun of social media all you want, but I'm always grateful that we can share pictures, we can share injustices and get things done. So why not just, you know, keep putting one foot in front of the other? If we can raise money having fun, having comedy shows, selling T-shirts, make people aware, give people hotlines, move forward because the way we treat animals reflects the way we're going to treat people. And as you know, anybody who mistreats animals and some of these people that do these horribly depraved things, you know it's a matter of time before they're doing it to children and other human beings. So That's right. That's practical. right. They're practicing yeah. their Say profession. that to people all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not warm and fuzzy and you don't want to nap with 10 cats, which is my <laughs> idea of a good time, even if you're not the biggest animal person, just be aware. If that stuff is going on in your neighborhood, it's going to affect you and your family directly whether they're fur babies or real babies. So let's just try to like, you know, come on, let's be civil. It's 2014. Let's have a little civility in life and a little humanity, and I think it'll take us a long way. I agree, I agree. Now, I know you're very good friends with your dog, Buddy. I even saw somewhere that, you know, I know there's more gay marriages out there. I haven't seen any marriages between dog and woman, but I heard that you had a choice. You were on Animal Planet. You got a choice. What animal would you marry? And you picked a couple of good ones, including Mr. Bud. So tell us about that. What would married life be with Buddy? I forgot that I said that that was a couple of years back. Actually, married life with Buddy, he would be a little bit of a boss. He might be a little too pushy for me. He might order (laughs) me around too much. Because I oftentimes, now this is a little weird. It's getting into weird territory. But I, I oftentimes refer to him as my son. And I like to say that he has my hair and my husband's eyes. Oh, nice. He does. He has my blonde coat and my husband's brown eyes. If he were my husband, well, he, I guess he, he's kind of like my little man. I do, because he he's like a little old man. Yeah. He, he, he likes things the way he likes them. He likes his um, daily routine. I suppose he could be a bit of a husband, but considering I have Al as a husband, that's really a handful. You're asking yeah, me to yeah. take on another one? That's we're not like, asking you, know, you to I mean, become Mormon. Okay, we're, we're, we're cool on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. I got to ask. You said Humphrey the Bull Elephant Seal a close second. What What's going on? Oh, I remember because they showed me those clips, and Humphrey was one of those animals that is con- was considered so ugly. And to me, anything that is so ugly, like who doesn't want to just hug it and love it and raise it up on a on a pedestal, right? A big old right. like get a big old bear hug from him. He was great, and you know he he would appreciate you. Right. Oh, I, I agree. Hey, folks, we're speaking with comedian Bernadette Polly. She does a lot on stage to make you laugh, and she does a lot of good for pets all over the planet. We're going to find out more, but again, we got to pay for the show. So sit, <laughs> stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Hi, this is Amy Schumer. You're listening to Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio, where they keep it real and make everyone feel like they're pets. 
We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest is Bernadette Polly. Now, after the show, you guys have a homework assignment. Please check out these sites. I want you to go to BernadettePauly.com, LowClassBlonde.com, and BernieAndAl.com. It's a podcast starring Bernadette and her husband, Al. Tell us a little bit about that, Bernadette. Uh, we started this uh, podcast a few years ago, and we shelved it. We brought it back live a couple of months back. And oftentimes we have people from entertainment in the comedy world, but I'm so much more interested in a human spin or an animal spin. So, for instance, we had a comedian, Jimmy Dunn, from CBS's The McCarthy's on. And he was fabulous. We interviewed him in a Dunkin' Donuts in Boston. We thought that would catch the flavor. And then we moved on from entertainment and we talked about humanity and a life of, um, he worked on the ships for years and what it's like actually being out alone as a, an entertainer on the ships. So oh, we like yeah. to take the human or social spin. Uh, we have comedian Jay Black on. We just went live with his episode this morning, and he just had his TV pilot made, Janine Garofalo, Paul Sorvino, and uh, Michael Madsen. Nice. So we discussed that, but we also discussed his long-term battle with depression and medication. Mm-hmm. So yep. we try to just always, no matter who's in the chair and whatever their TV credits are, those are wonderful things, but we like to always get to the heart of the matter and what connects us all. And, you know, not to sound cheesy, but it's true. And we also had Brad Carter, fabulous actor. He's on next week. And um, a lot of people know him from Dexter and a lot of nitty gritty roles. And he was just in Sons of Anarchy, where he played Leland. Okay. Um, he had a battle with essential tremor that people would not know. He's had two brain operations. One of them was done live on camera at UCLA. So here's a man that um, his acting career is taking off. He's doing all the hit shows, and he's battling something that's similar to a cousin to Parkinson's disease. And he's talking about just, you know, grabbing life, hitting the ground running, and living every moment to the fullest. And, uh, yeah, we're just there's some human notes that come through in our entertainment podcast, and that's what we're most interested in. And uh, I want to get some more animal rights activists coming through, doing some stuff, you know, just re- rewarding people and letting people know about the good people who are doing good things and letting people know how they can um, report people doing the bad things. That's great. I can give you a pause up on that one. I know for many years I was this gritty investigative reporter for something called a newspaper, which mm-hmm. is very hard to find these days. And I've, I've since heard I, of those. I thought yeah, they were yeah, mythical. Yeah. yeah, they really did exist. They clean windows really well. You don't need a paper towel. Just use the newspaper um, sheet. They, they do well. Um, anyway... After being in the pet world now for about 15 years, I've got to say, I'm glad I was a journalist first, but I think my health and my life and my outlook on life has been so much better because of the pets in my life and the animals I've met. And I don't know about you, but we started the show about this connection that, you know, pets have with us and having a sense of humor and a love of animals. What do you think? I mean, you probably don't even have Prozac or need to drink a whole bottle of wine. You've got some good health makers right there that purr or bark. They really do. They keep you grounded. They remind you of what's important. You know, your dog does not care if you just landed a great role on TV or if you just bombed at an audition or had a bad show. They just love you for who you are. They don't care. Sometimes Buddy's in the green room when we get off stage. He doesn't care about your ticket sales. He doesn't care about your CD and DVD sales. And it keeps you grounded. Not to say that Buddy and I haven't on occasion shared a glass of wine and watched a little (laughs) own. 
or some late night television. Dogs do make fabulous couch companions when you're watching The Housewives. They're good yeah, listeners. It, it, they're wonderful listeners, and they just, I've got to bring it back to, they keep you grounded. And uh, they remind you of what's important. And that's so important, especially in today's society, when everybody, you know, we're all so on a treadmill, just trying to keep alive, or people keeping up with the Joneses, or even the entertainment business. Uh, you know, you wouldn't be human if it didn't get to you. But well, as long as you, you're surrounded by some good human beings and some pets, you're like, okay, this is what really counts. Now I remember. This is life. Well, I was checking your schedule. You're going to be in Boston. It's called the Laugh Comedy Club. Is that right? Laugh Boston. It's a brand new, gorgeous, state-of-the-art comedy club on the waterfront in Boston. We're going to be doing a New Year's Eve show. We're doing seven shows, New Year's Eve through January 3rd. So those will be great. These dates are all on my website, and we're putting more up this afternoon. People want to find where they can see us live. Well, all right. I'm thinking about your schedule. Seven shows between New Year's Eve and January, you said 7th or 3rd? January 3rd. Holy moly. You can't even celebrate the ball coming down because you're going to get back on stage. You're doing like two shows on January 1st, I believe. Yes, yes. We're just so, going to keep going. No how are you going to usher in 2015 and still be on stage and handle this load? Well, hopefully people in the audience won't be too hammered and we'll ring in a safe and a happy new year. Hopefully it will not be 20 below in Boston, but um, I'll have friends and family there. This particular comedy club is associated with a fabulous hotel. I think it's one of the Hyatt's. I'm not right. sure. But um, everybody will be safe. My man and my dog will be there, and it'll be a good time. And we're going to end the show just a few minutes before midnight, which is fabulous, so we can all ring it in instead of, you know, sometimes they have a free-for-all when you have New Year's Eve shows. But this one is actually being orchestrated really, really, really well. And it's a it's a wonderful club. It's a great way to usher in the new year if you don't want to be driving down a highway at midnight or going to house parties and all that stuff. It's going to be a good time. I think that's great. Now, you'll have the two men in your life right there, I'm Mm -hmm. assuming, Al and Buddy. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to usher in 2015. I can't think of anything better. I know it's awkward sometimes when you have like the love of your life and they may be a man or a woman and then you have a love of your life who may be a tripod or a four-legger. Who gets the first kiss at the strike of midnight? Uh, that might have to be a family group hug. Oh, very diplomatic response. Nice. You could be yeah. a president. You're very but, diplomatic. But you must know, my husband and I, we're very clear with the dog is the number one priority over mm-hmm. the other spouse. Like, for instance, if one of us is on the road and we call in to check in with the other spouse, all of the questions are about Buddy. Then we're like, oh, yeah, and how are you? Oh, that's good. I'm glad you're okay. Let's talk for 25 minutes on the dog's status. Make sure you're alive, and then we'll move on to the next subject. What do you think about dogs? What do you think they think of people? I mean, seriously, if you could put yourself in Buddy's mind, checking out the two-leggers that are all around with their little smartphones and tweeting and Facebooking and all these other things, you ever put yourself in Buddy's mind and say, what the heck are they doing? Yeah, sometimes I know he's thinking that, he's, you know, what is wrong with this woman? Or sometimes, you know, Buddy likes to pack to be together. So if my husband leaves the house, Buddy looks at me like, how could you let him go? You're letting him just walk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Buddy doesn't know if he's going to the store or if he's going to go on a four-week gig. He has mm-hmm. no idea. And, I, you know, he just looks at me like, lady, what are you doing? And then sometimes, I don't know if uh, any of your pets do this, but Buddy likes to hide particularly good treats. Oh, for, yeah. Uh, his little toys and his bones. And I love it when he'll look at me sideways out of the side of his face when he's got this special bone in his mouth and like he'll go downstairs and hide it on me like I'm a complete moron. He's doing the I hide you seek game and and that side glance is his invitation for you. You are worthy of his playtime. 
Oh, is that what he's doing? I always yeah. thought he was thinking, my mom's an idiot, so I'm going to hide. <laughs> no, no, he's trying in his best way to play with you. He can't go, you know, rent bumper cars at the fair or take you on a wine tour. So this is mm-hmm. his invitation to you, his A-lister in the two-legged Ooh. world, to come play. I love it. I love it. And I love that you just said that he thought of me as his A-lister. Because he's you definitely are. our A-lister. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's our son. And we revolve around him. And we're so happy to get the to get A-lister. We really are. We, well, you, know. you had me at Wolf. You know that, Bernadette. I know that <laughs> I'm going to probably run into you sometime and just look for this short little five foot one and a half chick that trains her dogs to surf in water. And I have a cat that teaches pet first aid. So don't tell him, Casey, he's a CAT because he lets strangers wrap him in towels and check his gums and brush his teeth. And I teach pet first aid all over the country. And I do it not boring. I'm not one of those. Now, everybody turn to page 13 and read the thing. When you have a dog, a husky golden retriever and an orange tabby named Casey. I never know what's going to happen in my class, but I got to tell you, they're my team. So I have a team too. I have a pet posse. Oh, I love it. I so love we'll have it. to well, give Buddy I'll... a pet first aid class sometime. We'll have to teach you pet first aid. I hope you never need it. But if you no, ever, if I'm no. in the Boston area, I'll uh, I'll pop in and we'll do. Buddy, buddy, are you okay? Yeah, absolutely. Please let me know. We'd love to take one of those sometime. You can you can never be educated enough, you know, on your pet's safety and your pet's health. And anytime you you know, if you want to check out our schedule or lowclassblonde.com, anytime I'm in an area near you, you let me know. Please come. Come be my guest at a show. Hang out in the green room with Buddy. Sure. All right. That sounds like a date. And I will definitely send you a copy of my book, What Dogs Want, in exchange for your cool T-shirt. Again, tell people how they can get their paws on this shirt, especially if they have a good pet charity in mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. They can go to lowclassblonde.com, order a T-shirt, get in touch with me through the website. I'll make sure you get a bunch of them at cost to raise some funds. I'm definitely looking forward to reading your book. And if people want to hear some of our interviews, I know we're going to have some animal-related ones coming up soon on burningandowl.com. Very well put. Hey, folks, I've had a great time talking to the one and only Bernadette Polly. If you're in the Boston area, what way to usher in 2015, go check her out. It's called the Laugh House in Boston. Tell me again. It's Laugh Boston. Laugh Boston. Laugh Boston. Yep. Park your car. Right on the waterfront. Good yeah. time. But she's all over the place, guys. Check her out. And she also has a third website, BernadettePolly.com. So you've got a lot of homework listeners, but she's the real deal. She's there for you to make you laugh. we got to laugh. Life, we're humans, for gosh mm-hmm. sakes. And she's got a great little dog named Buddy who is enjoying a full life with her and Al. And I just want to tell you, I'm so glad you could be on the show. And when you have your own talk show, I'll say, I knew her when. Isn't Ellen ready to retire yet? Are you ready to step in? I don't know. I'm going to have to check in with her on that one. Yeah, I I did one of those silly Hollywood tours. My sister was visiting from Chicago. Her name's Karen. And, you know, I'm in San Diego area. And she's like, oh, I want to go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame star stuff. I'm like, oh, great. So we did (laughs) one of those little uh, 13 passenger things. Now, here's something I had no idea. Do you know that Ellen DeGeneres is on the same street as Ringo Starr and Jennifer Aniston? That doesn't surprise me. And then there's another street down the way, and it used mm-hmm. to be the home of Elvis. And across the street was a home from Michael Jackson. So the King of Rock was neighbors with the King of Pop. These are the only two trivia I remembered from the tour guide, George. Well, he left a good impression. Those are, yeah. I mean, you know about Elvis and Michael Jackson. What else do you need, right? I think that's it. That's <laughs> it. All right. All right. Well, Bernadette, a big pause up to you for all you do for pets and for people. 
touching our funny bone. We need to laugh. It's very important these days. And I also want to thank my producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show and all the shows on Pet Life Radio just zing with delight. We've got about 6 million listeners now, so I can say they're not all our relatives on the Pet Life Radio network. And when this show airs, Bernadette will send you the link mm-hmm. so you can pop it on your site. And we'll do a little cross-promoting so we get the world to love pets even more. What do you think? Awesome. I love that, Arden. And thank you guys so much for having me on. This has been a blast. All right. And I also want to take this time to give a big pause and applause to my producer, Mark Winter. He is executive producer of Pet Life Radio Network. We are six million listeners strong on all our shows. And yes, you can tune in to iHeartRadio and check out a lot of our shows. We are there for you in every capacity. If you have a dog, a cat, a gerbil, whatever, if it barks, meows, flies, purrs, or whatever, we are there for you with our shows. So until next time, this is is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>